I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Well, hello. Welcome to Jules Says. I'm Jules. Jules, as my one friend calls me. When are we going to get old, Jules? Well, we're old. We're old. In fact, I'm going to be giving you a little advice today, which might frustrate you and seem like your mom. Maybe I shouldn't have warned you. But always remember, the advice and the stories I tell are just my opinion and my opinion only, and you can just take them for that and ignore it if you want. Happy New Year! I know for some of you it's not so happy, but as Jules always says, one thing you can count on is change. And if 2023 wasn't particularly good for you, I hope the changes you will no doubt experience in 2024 are for the better. Onward. Abe and I went out for New Year's Eve this year, which is really unusual for us. L.A.-based comedian Andrew Johnston was back from Brockville, where he celebrates Christmas with his family, and the sister he never had, the mother he wished he had. No shade to share, Bear. Andrew loves his mother dearly. It's just a measure of his love for his dear friend, Brandon Ash Muhammad. Brandon was hosting the New Year's Eve event at the Royal Ontario Museum this year, commonly known as the ROM, and he invited us to join the party as his guest, which was really nice. When Andrew asked if we were interested, I just looked at Abe. He and I are not late-night partiers, not by a long shot. Jules is getting old, and Abe's not that far behind me. And I said, well, that might be nice. What do you think? And Abe said, well, it could also be nice to stay home. And I said, We stay home every night, so it might be nice for change to go out to celebrate. And because Abe is willing to sacrifice his own comfort for my pleasure, he's so good to me. He agreed that we should go, if I wanted to go. And that was really nice for me because, partly because, I have a brand new designer dress that Catherine Ryan bought me for Christmas. So we were in. Abe pointed out later on that I always say that New Year's Eve is the worst night of the year to go out. Well, yes, I believe it can be the worst night of the year to go out. New Year's Eve and Valentine's Day. And St. Patrick's Day. Mother's Day, too. Because everyone jacks up their prices, and why wouldn't they if the demand is there? And in spite of those jacked-up prices, the crowds can be suffocating. 
Honestly, I know that a lot of people don't have a lot of money to throw around. So it kind of amazes me to see how many young people are out wearing expensive clothing, spending money on... I mean, drinks are expensive in these places. It just amazes me. I mean, I'm glad they can have fun. I I don't know how they do it. But anyway, Abe and I were going to be Brandon's guests. And this was at the ROM, which is an enormous high-ceilinged venue with many floors, many levels. You couldn't possibly feel trapped or claustrophobic in the ROM. Or could you? I don't know. When I see video footage of Times Square in New York, it looks awful to me. But I was pretty confident because you had full access to all the displays and everything. I was pretty confident that they wouldn't have it so crowded that you were elbow to elbow or you could damage something. There were food stations all over, including some vegan options, or so they advertised. And I thought that could be fun. And I can't remember the last time Abe and I went out for New Year's Eve. I, I don't know. I've spent some New Year's Eves in some pretty humble spaces a garage, a bicycle shop, and of course at home, which isn't a bad thing. I do love being at home. He's right about that. But I just thought this might be kind of special. Because even now that I'm not going to work anymore, I'm working remotely, I just almost never put on a dress or high heels. Could I do that at home? I could. But no, I can't wear high heels around the house. I have to wear slippers because I'll damage the floors. So no, I can't. And the skirt without high heels is no good. Anyway, I put extra eye makeup on. I even put on false eyelashes. I put on a hairpiece to add to my thin, fine, natural hair. And I curled it with hot rollers. Hot rollers, I know that's an old-fashioned way to curl your hair. Hot rollers that I have owned since 1976. And they still work. And I put on my new dress that Catherine gave me. I looked in my full-length mirror, which I rarely do anymore. Absolutely fabulous. Andrew emerged from the basement with full glam makeup, and he, Abe, and I shared a bottle of Prosecco before we headed out. We even splurged and took an Uber instead of transit. As we left, there was a soft snow shower outside, wet snow that was almost rain, but not quite. And it's beautiful to look at. But you cannot sustain a hairstyle in our climate. At least I can't. The evening really, really was lovely. The queues at the food stations were a little bit much, but we had eaten anyway, so it didn't really matter. We tried a nacho station without meat, sour cream, and cheese. All that was left was salsa. But they had already run out of salsa, which seemed a bit odd for a nacho station. Oh, they had jalapenos too, but plain nacho chips with jalapenos? Nah. So Abe had a small cup of a few plain nacho chips. Then we tried a Thai station. The sign said they had a vegan option, but unfortunately, the vegan option had egg in it. Oh well. I thoroughly enjoyed people watching. That's one of the most fun things about going out for me. I really like to see the care that the ladies invest in their glittering dresses, their hair, their jewelry, their designer shoes. At some point in the evening, I just decided I would start telling people how gorgeous they looked. Because I think it's not creepy coming from a motherly older woman. There's no threat here. I am not hitting on anyone. It's a genuine compliment. And of course, at midnight, we rang in the new year. 
headed home shortly after, and had a nightcap at the kitchen table before bed. Carrie called me, which was nice. She had been at a friend's house party. And I was glad she called because I knew that she would be incommunicado for the next few days. Between work, her 48-hour trip to England, and the holidays, she was exhausted. And then, after being spoiled with fun over the holidays and that night, we were brought right back down to earth with a thud. If you listen to my final 2023 episode, you will remember, maybe, I touched a bit on the distribution of work, specifically household and caring work. And the work distribution is more topical when the holiday season rolls around because there's so much extra work at that time of year for many of us, especially for those of us who have children. And on the first day of 2024, January 1st, Abe and I went to the rental property to clean and repair anything required. Our tenant had moved out the previous week, and we fully expected it to be fairly clean. We came prepared, thinking we were going to maybe spend two or three hours there doing finishing touches, assessing minor repairs. Because the tenants were a lovely family of five who recently immigrated to Canada from another country. And I can't imagine how difficult that is. I just cannot imagine living in a two-bedroom basement apartment with no dishwasher, no microwave, and a husband and three small children. My God, they must have really wanted to come to Canada. They were lovely people. We were sorry to see them go. Abe often interacted with the wife, mostly because there were a few things he needed to go over and repair while they lived there. We generally don't get the property management company to do the repairs because, for one thing, this rental property does not turn a cash flow profit, and I'm sure it will be worth it over the long run. But month to month, no, especially now that interest rates have jumped. So if we can do anything ourselves, we'd rather not pay someone else to do it. But secondly, if you've heard any of my episodes about our own renovation or our landlord chronicles, you already know that we have trust issues when it comes to paying people to do anything, including cleaners. Yes, cleaning should be a fairly simple thing, but it is difficult to find good cleaners. Anyway, we went over there to clean. The wife said she had already gone back to clean on Saturday, so we were pretty confident that there wouldn't be that much to do. Well, our confidence was a little misguided. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. 
don't get me wrong. I'm not blaming this poor woman. She is very busy. She works taking care of small children in a child care facility, I believe. She looks after her own three young children in a small home without a lot of modern amenities, like a dishwasher. She has to go to a laundromat. And not only that, I have a feeling that her husband is quote-unquote traditional in that he isn't exactly a partner in the distribution of child care and household work. How do I know this? Just a gut feeling, a bit of knowledge on the culture from whence they emigrated. Plus, she was the one who dealt with Abe, and one of those interactions happened to be a problem with water and mold. I, it's it's so annoying. It's so frustrating because people do not understand that our climate is very humid. It's humid in the spring, really humid in the summer, and sometimes it's pretty humid going into the fall. And people do not understand that when you shower or bathe, you must turn on the bathroom fan to pull the moisture out of the air, or it will settle on all surfaces. People do not understand that moisture tends to be even more of a problem in a basement apartment, particularly, even though we've renovated it, but particularly in a basement apartment that was originally built in 1915. It has a 1915 foundation. We could probably solve some of the humidity if we ripped out the cement foundation and replaced it, but that's enormous. It could take months. We probably couldn't hire someone to do it. It would be excruciatingly disruptive to all the other tenants. Anyway, basement apartments in Toronto are really common. In fact, they're very often the only way a person can afford to live. A lot of times, homeowners need to rent out their basement apartment just so they can afford their mortgage payments. And with housing insecurity absolutely rampant and getting worse— A basement apartment is often the only housing a lot of people can afford. I know in some countries they don't even build basements, but they're very common here. So, if you're living in such a place, you need to understand a few basic principles. Humidity, dampness, risk of flooding is greater in a basement than any of the upper levels. And the humidity is so high in Ontario in the summer that we have some moisture damage even on our third floor from the humidity because we didn't always have an air conditioner. If you don't have an air conditioner or a dehumidifier, it's, it's going to be damp. So I thought today that I would offer a few helpful tips for living in a humidity-rich home, which may do wonders to keep your skin supple, smooth, and dewy, but it's not good for your walls or your furniture, your floors, or any of your other stuff. Number one, always, always turn on your bathroom fan when showering or bathing. Otherwise, everything in the bathroom will be coated with hot, steamy water. And the hot, steamy water will blast out to the areas near your bathroom when you open the door. Two, if the bathroom fan has not taken care of all the moisture... You really should wipe everything, including the ceiling, to remove excess moisture or its accumulation will result in mold. Mold is not only fucking gross and ugly, it's bad for your health to breathe in mold spores. Also, your metal shelves, fixtures, hinges, anything in that bathroom that's metal will corrode. 
We have to replace shelving and a light fixture that were brand new when these tenants moved in, I think, a year and a half ago, because they're completely rusted and corroded. We have to replace all the hinges on the kitchen cupboards and the bathroom vanity, completely rusted and corroded. Three, if you do see some mold, just clean it as soon as you see it. Cleaning is not the landlord's job. In this case, the mold is not an inherent flaw with the building, and cleaning is part of the tenant's responsibility. Abe and I were able to clean accumulated mold off the ceilings and walls fairly easily, and that was after months of accumulation. If you do it regularly, it's no big deal. Four, if you happen to be married to a lout who thinks it's your job to earn the money, do all the cooking and cleaning and childcare. God bless you, because these guys just don't change. I've seen a few really good Instagram posts recently from men who encourage other men to be partners and stop seeing anything they do as helping their partners. And as encouraging as this is, not all the men who need this advice are getting the advice. I don't have any recommendations for this, because if you're living in a basement apartment with one of these clowns, there's a high probability... You can't afford couples therapy. And if you can afford couples therapy, you might be stuck with a lout who won't listen anyway. So I don't know. I don't know what you do about that. But this lady told me that in 22 years of marriage, maybe her husband washed dishes 10 times total. Abe, he is not. Five, turn on the range hood fan when you're cooking. Make sure you keep on top of cleaning the grease that settles on walls, windows, and ceilings as you're cooking. Accumulated grease is much more difficult to clean than fresh grease, so consistency is key. And you know what? This family cooked regularly. They were not a takeout family. So that kitchen, that little little kitchen was busy. Oh, that poor woman. Six, use a dehumidifier. Is the dehumidifier loud? Is it in the way? Find a way to put up with it, because your option is moisture and mold, which has to be cleaned. This poor woman called Abe to tell him that water was seeping through the walls. Water was not seeping through the walls. They had put the dehumidifier that we provide in the storage locker, and they weren't using it. Moisture from the cooking and the hot water and the bathing and not airing out the place settled on the walls. We're cleaning the result of that, too. Plus, the dehumidifier helps keep the place cooler in the summer. The humidity does really add to the discomfort of the heat. And if your landlord doesn't provide a dehumidifier, ask for one. If they refuse, buy one. They're not ridiculously expensive, and they use a lot less electricity than an air conditioner. An air conditioner also pulls moisture out of the air. That's part of the cooling process, so a dehumidifier actually helps cool your space off. At this point, between Abe and me, we've spent probably about 20 hours just cleaning, and we're not even finished. I went to the store last night to stock up on some cleaning products. Good old Fantastic is great at degreasing. Goo Gone and a scouring pad takes pretty much everything off, even scuff marks. Even greasy gray, I have no idea what the hell is on the walls. I don't know what it is. Grease. Highly recommend. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser takes off children's wall scribblings and more. 
My nails are ruined, even though I religiously wear rubber gloves to clean, but they always get holes in them, so I needed replacements. But at the store, I could only find large rubber gloves. Large. I asked a staff member if they carried any normal-sized rubber gloves. What do you mean, normal-sized, the man said. You mean for painting? No, for cleaning. Oh, we have rubber gloves. And I said, yes, you just, I saw that. You just have large rubber gloves. I was hoping you might have some normal-sized rubber gloves. Maybe the reason you have a stockpile of large rubber gloves is because, I don't know about you, but most of the people I know who clean don't have giant man hands. I smiled. He counter-smiled, acknowledging my point. He took me to another location where they had a handful of medium-sized rubber gloves, no small, so medium would have to do. It is easier to work when the gloves fit. Would you believe it, when Abe and I got to the house to clean, he asked me if we had any large rubber gloves. Oh my God, it hadn't occurred to me that he'd even want them. I told him about my little interaction with the guy at the store. I clean, he said. I know, but I've never known you to wear gloves for cleaning. And besides, I think Abe is an exception, in my experience at least, as far as men cleaning. I'm not saying men don't clean. I'm saying some of the men I know are not the primary cleaners of their households. So does Abe really need the gloves? He doesn't have long fingernails that will break under pressure. So we have our work cut out for us in that place. Abe's going to start doing repairs this week and replacing all the corroded hinges being one of them. And I'll continue cleaning. There's still a lot more to do. Then we'll paint. And if you use any of these products before you paint, you need to make sure you rinse or your paint won't adhere very well. Oh my, have I said I don't like being a landlord? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have. I also said that if I were unemployed and needed the money, I would be a cleaner. And even though it sounds as though I really hate cleaning, I stand by that because if my job was cleaning and I didn't have the other job, then I would have time to do that cleaning job. You know what I mean? And I must say, the results of cleaning, especially if something's really dirty, are truly gratifying. It feels pretty good to look at a wall that has like swaths of gray grease on it and then get that off. It's like, yay! Hopefully, we get the whole place fixed very quickly so someone else can move in and crap it up. I don't know. Maybe I'm starting to understand why some landlords don't bother looking after their properties particularly well. Sometimes it feels somewhat futile, I have to admit. Thank you for listening. If you're still here, if you have anything you'd like to share, you can email me at jewelsays at gmail.com. Even if I don't read your email on the podcast, I will read it and respond to you directly. Have a wonderful week. I hope it's better than mine is going to be. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.